1: Welcome, everybody, to your AEW Rampage review for September 24th, 2021. This is Rampage Grand Slam, the, the special two-hour edition of Rampage uh, that felt like a an extension of a pay-per-view uh, coming off of Wednesday's Grand Slam event uh, for Dynamite. Uh, an awesome show, top to bottom. Uh, a lot more matches than we're used to on Rampage because we're so used to... Just that hour adrenaline rush and uh, now we mm-hmm. got a two hour adrenaline rush top to bottom the uh, every match was, was so much fun. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about after this. Because uh, we had a lights out match that was literally mm-hmm. light out. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I know you love that one. I was so um, nervous watching it. <laughs> I was nervous for you. Mm. But before we get started... I want to remind everybody to check out our content that comes out. We have weekly content, including Dynamite and Rampage reviews, uh, topic discussions, Q&As, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can Please also give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast at. So, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some Rampage Grand Slam? Yes, let's go. The show kicked off with CM Punk having his first televised non pay per view match in over seven years. And this match was against powerhouse Will Hobbs with Hook at ringside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, it did not let us down. This match was uh, was a, uh, a struggle from the beginning for Punk because uh, powerhouse Hobbs is that. He is a powerhouse. That was uh, uh, showcased in this match as, as Punk struggled to, uh, to build a handle Hobbs. Uh, but in the end... Uh, the two were trading blows in the middle of the ring. Uh, Punk nailed Hobbs with a sidekick to the face. Hook got up on the apron. We knew Hook was going to uh, get involved at some point, and Hook got up on the apron. Uh, Punk went over to him, and as uh, just in time, Punk moved as Hobbs was running towards him, and Hobbs hit Hook, uh, knocked Hook off the apron. Uh, Hobbs turned around and got the GTS from Punk for the win. Um, so uh, an awesome, awesome win for Punk, uh, but also uh, I thought Hobbs looked great in this match. Uh, oh what, yeah, what did 100%. you think? I
2: mean, first of all,
1: Punk in trunks, yes, yes, yes,
2: yes.
1: Trunk, trunk, Punk is better uh, also, for sure. Also,
2: I've noticed the Rampage, um, like the ring,
1: mm-hmm. it now
2: has Rampage in the corners. Mhm, and it has AEW in the middle. I'm loving yes,
1: that. I know that
2: type of back.
1: Yes, I need the AEW logo in the middle of the ring all the time.
2: Mm. It's, just
1: it's... to remind me, just in case I forget what I'm watching. <laughs> just I know. In case,
2: just in case know. You have a, a moment blip of like forgetting what you're doing with life.
1: <laughs> Yo, what? What? Oh, AEW. Now I remember. Okay. I
2: get. I get why they don't do it in Dynamite because they said like. Like, if people um kind of, like, um, bleed and stuff, it doesn't show up very well on the um on the map because of the logo and stuff. So I get that. Oh, okay. But with the rampaging, it, just, it just makes it look like it's separate. It's a mm-hmm. separate show. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it is. It is. And I love that. I love the fact that it's its own <laughs> little thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd love, like, dark and um, Elevation to have them as well. Just, like, in the corners. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just me personally. Anyway, the match. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this. Like, Hobbs legit looked like he was about to kill Punk. I was just (laughs) like... Because, look, we knew... Well, we kind of assumed that Punk was going to win his match against Derby. Mm -hmm. So then when this came up, I was like, well, surely he's going to win his first TV match as well. But uh, yeah. the way Hobbs was going with it the way Punk just looked like absolutely like, what the hell is going on with my life right now? Like, what have I signed <laughs> up for? I was just yeah. like, maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe we are just going to like, you know, I don't know. I was just yeah. generally a bit like, oh, what, what's going to happen?
1: Because when you got the numbers game, there's always the, the possibility of a distraction finish or, you know, something like that to happen that would still mm. keep Punk strong. Uh, but still, you still assume the whole time. Come on,
2: punts yeah. gotta win. Yeah, but he did look like um, either himself is absolutely fantastic, or he did get like literally put to like you know towards his limit with Hobbs, and that's the way it should be mm-hmm. because Hobbs is a big guy. Yeah. You can't just kind of like he wasn't like <clears throat> Derby. Like Hobbs is huge, and mm-hmm. the guy for his size as well is really athletic. Yeah, and then when you compare oh, yeah. like. Hobbs and punk together, you're just like, wow, there's there's a size difference. Yep. <laughs> Such a size difference. Um but yeah, I love this yep. and also I love the fact that Taz was on commentary, which you're like he is, but also Ricky Starks was phenomenal throughout the entire show on commentary. I'm yep. oh, more Ricky Starks than commentary.
1: Starks is is something else on commentary and yeah. he's He's such a, he's not, um, you know, kind of comparing some of the commentators. You know, Jericho on one end of the spectrum is very loud and in your face yeah. and everything he does. And uh, yeah, Starks is the polar opposite. He's very mm-hmm. subtle, very dry. And he just, yeah. but every now and then he throws in a zinger where you're yeah. like, ha yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, just, just a little bits here and there. Yeah. Love him with commentary. Nice change of pace. hmm uh yeah. But what I love about um Hobbs in this match too is that, you know, the the first match with Punk we got Darby Allen. You know, so yeah. the t- the two punk matches were so different because of the mm-hmm. the, 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 the opponent, you know, the size yeah. difference in the opponent. You can't get a whole lot difference in size than than Darby mm-hmm. Allen no. and <laughs> Will Hobbs, you know. So it's just so from one end to the other. So I really like mm-hmm. that that this match felt so much different than that first match. Uh, yeah. 100%. So, yeah, good stuff. So maybe next we'll see uh we'll see uh Ricky Starks some Punk kind of kind of kind of meet in the middle there. I, with, I, I that <laughs> would be very
2: interesting because, like you said, the stars like, but also like the personality of the performer is just mm-hmm. like Punk's very down to earth. Ricky Starks, mm-hmm. you know, is a man to his own. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I that would be a very interesting um, match up, yeah. and also the promos would be fire.
1: Yeah, that's one I would love to see them not rush to that match to yeah. have that feud that those promo battles go on for a, a few weeks uh, yeah. before we before we get to that match. Uh, just because of the see, potential that.
2: I also want to see Punk B Hook.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. I think Um, I think everybody just wants to be see Hook versus somebody. Yeah. So if and if it's if it's Punk, that would be something.
2: Match against uh, CM Punk. What?
1: Mm -hmm. My name's Hook. (laughs) What you gonna (laughs) do? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next, we got a clip that aired of Thunder Rosa, and she was speaking to both Nala Rose and Jay Cargill. Uh, she says she does whatever she wants, and she fights like a dog. Uh, Cargill uh, was then shown, and she said, "This is much more personal uh, between her and uh, and Thunder Rosa, and also there's a personal deal between between uh, Cargill and um, Nala Rose as well, uh, because of uh, you know the the teamwork they had supposedly mm-hmm. in that battle royale that broke down. Uh, but Rosa summed it up by calling out both of the two. So she wants, she wants a piece of Nala Rose and Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill and Nala Rose wants a piece of each other. So we got a three way feud going on here between those three ladies
2: in the women's division. Yes. Hallelujah! <laughs> oh, My goodness, I am so ready for that to kick off. Um, yeah, I can't like Jade Cargill against um Thunder Rosa would be. Again, it'd be, like, such um, a clash of styles. It'd be, like, insane to watch. Um, Yes. I'm ready for Jake Jake Cargill to get those reps in and get longer matches and stuff and, like, really push her to see, like, you know, what she can do, like, what we saw with Layla Hirsch and stuff. So, yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. anything
2: that gets me more Jake Cargill on TV, I am 100% here for.
1: Yeah, and what I thought with this, too, is, like, well, she's – Thunder Rosa is going to be feuding with these two ladies – Possibly, obviously. Um, so you know, this is an opportunity for Thunder to, to, to solidify herself at the top of that ladder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because, you know, I think uh, a lot of people really want um, her to get a shot at Britt Baker. So is that going to happen sooner or later? Yeah. Uh, because if she wins a couple of feuds here or wins a triangle feud with these th- these two ladies that could uh, could make it unavoidable. Yeah, uh, to where she's going to have to be the one to, uh, to face Baker next. But we'll see. We shall see. Uh, next, we had uh, the uh, first time in many years, Adam Cole teaming with the Young Bucks, the, the Super Click, uh, taking on Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. And uh, the Super Click got the win in the end. Uh, it was um, in the ring. It was Luchasaurus and Adam Cole. Uh, Luchasaurus uh, went for a choke slam on Cole. Uh, Cole evaded it and hit the Shining Wizard for a two count. Then Cole went to the middle rope. We all know he was going for that Panama sunrise. He hits it. The Bucks get in the ring, connect with a BTE trigger on Luchasaurus. And Cole finishes the dinosaur off with the boom, knee to the face, for the win. So, super click, get the win. Uh, What did you think of this match?
2: This was fun, wasn't it? It was just fun. Um, look, we all know I'm not a fan of The Elite as you know, a general, no. general rule.
0: Um, no. Really? You,
2: you can't deny that Adam Cole and the Young books, like you can't deny that they're not fun to watch. I mean, they're absolutely fantastic. Oh, they're awesome.
0: They um, are.
2: And, like I said, I had seen Adam Cole in the ring for so long, like, I think the last time I saw him in the ring was like 2019. So, just to see, you know, um, seeing with the Unbox, and obviously, like, they've not been together for so long in kind of, like, a trio match or anything, and just to see them working together, it was just nice that that's never been lost. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, look, I am all for, you know, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and everything, uh-huh. but I'm generally was like I'm happy that Adam Cole got that pin, um, just because the ge- general dynamic between them three was just brilliant. And apparently, there's some people had some issues with the box kissing Adam Cole on the cheek. Um, get a grip. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, really? Seriously?
1: Did people have an issue with
2: it? Apparently so. I saw it on Twitter that like people like if you um if you generally have an issue with the young bucks kid ask Adam Cole on the, um, cheat, then you have more serious problems to deal with.
1: Like, Jeez.
2: my goodness. Like,
1: would people have an issue with that?
2: And come on, man. Like it's wrestling. It's okay. We don't have to, you know, be serious about everything. Um, but yeah, get a grip if, if like, you know, mm-hmm. if that bothered you, um, but no, I loved it. It was great. A great match. Um, I, I just enjoyed it. I think it was yeah. great. And also yep. Jungle Boy looked brilliant and I can't wait for Adam Cole be Jungle Boy.
1: Oh man, we're oh getting that goodness. much sooner than I expected. I know. Wow. Good good stuff ahead. Mm. Um that just yeah. You know, of those fantasy matchups uh that you you put together as soon as you know, we always do when somebody new yeah. comes in. It's like Adam Cole's here. Ooh, Adam Cole versus him versus him versus him versus yeah, him. Yeah. Jungle Boy is is one of those that that everybody wants to see, uh, mm-hmm. and here we go. We got that- we got that awesome fantasy matchup as soon as Punk got here. We got Punk yeah. versus uh, you know Darby Allen. So it's yeah. like they're listening. Like now nah, we're pulling the trigger on one of these at least.
2: And also, it shows you how much AEW value like Jungle Boy and Darby mm-hmm. Allen. That these are the people that are literally the future of the company. So mm-hmm. why not have these big anticipated matches? Yeah. And because even though Adam Cole, like in the sense of like say Taz and stuff, is still young, but he's still mm-hmm. a veteran of wrestling. So he to is. put a young guy like Jungle Boy against him, you know, even yeah. though they look like they could be separated by like ten years, yeah, it's still like like a lot of credit to Jungle Boy and how much you know, he has worked his backside off since joining AEW to get to this point where like, yeah, obviously jungle boy versus
1: Adam goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 it should be an awesome one. should yeah. be great. All right. The next match was, uh, the men of the year, Scorpio sky and Ethan page with Dan Lambert at ringside versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. The, uh, the men of the year got the win in this match in the end. Uh, and this is how the, the ending went down. Um, uh, inside the ring, uh, it was, it was Jake Hager, and Scorpio Sky. Hager slams Sky to the mat. Then he went for the, the high boot as he's bouncing off the ropes though. Uh, um, Dan Lambert grabs Hager's leg, which allowed Sky to roll him up for the surprise victory. So Dan Lambert, uh, you know, involved in the ending of the match, uh, at this point, you know, Hager and Jericho are incensed. Uh, they bring Dan Lambert into the ring. Hager is about to uh, to take him out. And that's when all the, uh, the MMA guys just come out of the crowd like zombies. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> just one after another crawling out of the crowd is kind of what it felt like. Uh, and they come to Dan Lambert's defense. And, and at this point, obviously, uh, Hager and um, Jericho are outnumbered. Uh, you have Junior Dos Santos, uh, Paige Van Zandt, Austin Vanderberg, uh, several different guys in there. They all, one after another, take shots at Hager, and especially Jericho. Jericho gets kind of held up, and uh, Paige Van Zandt even went in for some, some body shots on him. And then it was Jorge Maslidov at the end. He uh, executed his running uh, knee strike, which is supposed to be a big deal with him. uh uh, again i'm not hugely familiar with mma but it seemed like they got some buzz on uh social media afterwards uh but he hit the big running knee strike and jericho sold it like a million bucks look Mm and knocked him out so so in the end uh the uh the mma guys with uh the men of the year and dan lambert are standing tall um what did you think about all of this this for me was the match
2: that I wasn't that interested in I wasn't that hyped for and for me it was it was a good match but it's just nothing nothing grabs me because I don't know anything about MMA like I know zero um, mm-hmm. about it so I can't even like go oh my god that's amazing because I don't know who these yeah. people are um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jericho and Hager like are a great yeah. team but mm-hmm. This whole storyline, I just it isn't clicking with me, and that's not to say that it won't. It's just right yeah. now, I don't, I don't have an investment in it. There's so much more in AW that I do have an investment in, but mm-hmm. for that reason, just because I'm not investing, in it doesn't mean I can't enjoy a match. It's just yeah. something that, um, you know, I I don't feel I need to know what's going to happen next. I think it's the fair point.
1: Kind of feels like there is going to be more with the uh, MMA folks, though, mm-hmm. um, just because of they haven't gotten physical yet. Uh, we had that physicality at the end of this match, so um, everything's is leaning towards uh, more involvement with them, which yeah. is not necessarily a bad thing. Even though no. I know you and I aren't into that side of things, that doesn't mean I can't get into somebody. So mm-hmm. the more the more we find out from. A wrestling perspective yeah about about jorge and about page van zandt mm-hmm. uh, those folks you know the more we find out about them you know they might uh, i might i might find them more interesting in an yeah. aw ring so probably
2: what would help is you know to do like kind of like you know when they introduced lance arch and they had him in a ring in the middle of nowhere and he yeah, was beating yeah, guys yeah. up if they did Love something that. like that with the mma guys where we got like a rough idea like you know, introduce themselves, you know, what their accolades are and something. just show them a bit of, like, from their fighting, then you'd be able to connect with them better if you don't know anything about MMA. And it doesn't even have to be very long. It could just yeah. be, you know, little clips like, on a road tour, you know, yeah. on an exclusive thing, just something so you're like, for people that don't know anything about MMA, are like, oh, right, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, they're probably yeah. legit killers then. No, right, I'm, I'll am i be invested type thing.
1: Yeah. Yep. A little, a little something, a little background. A
2: little, a little nuggets.
1: Yep. Agreed. All right. Um, all right. In this next one, we have uh, the Lucha brothers, the AEW tag team champions, teaming with Santana and Ortiz to take on Private Party and the Butcher and the Blade of the Hardy family office. And, um, Uh, The Lucha Brothers and Santana and Ortiz got the win, and this is how the end of it went down. Uh, Mark Quinn was in the ring. He went for a shooting star press but landed on his feet. Uh, Penta, Penta hit him with a sling blade. Phoenix and Penta then hit him with the fear factor, followed by Santana and Ortiz hitting the street sweeper and picking up the win for their team.
2: Look, this, we know I'm not a fan of this entire Matt Hardy cutting hair thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Lucha Brothers and Santana Ortiz were also in this match, so I was very, very happy.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Santana Ortiz and, and the Lucha Brothers looked amazing <laughs> together. And the combination of moves that they did with each other's tag partner was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am so ready for the time that will come, which it will come, that... Santana Ortiz get those tag belts and go into a feud with the Lucha Bummers at some point because I feel like it's... I've been waiting forever mm. um, <laughs> and <laughs> I, want it, I want it to happen soon um, I want it now but running, not now, but now, uh, now. Um, mm. so yeah but also Matt Hardy got hold of um, Ortiz's hair and had scissors mm-hmm. and I legitimately jumped up off my sofa and was like, don't you dare don't, don't, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. I was so mad. I was just like, this isn't funny anymore. Um, and
1: that's when Orange Cassidy came out and yeah. kind of made the save there, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I was just
2: like, that, what is your fascination with scissors right now, Matt Hardy? And I mean, if you want to become a barber, <laughs> don't become a barber. <laughs> Britt Baker's a dentist uh. as well. You can do both. Um,
1: just just don't combine both in the ring and no, uh yeah. I feel
2: I feel like like, you know I mean he's got a few kids, Marty, maybe he's you know having to like cut the hair because it's easier than having to take them back and forwards to like, you know, a, a hairdresser yeah. or whatever, but
0: mm-hmm. don't bring it mm-hmm. to
2: work. <laughs> just like leave the scissors at home. <laughs>
0: <It's>
2: creepy. <laughs> um mm. but yeah, I, I really enjoyed um the match from that perspective. Not so much the hair thing. And then the um, backstage
1: interview after... We got more hair. I
2: literally had enough of the hair stuff.
1: Yeah, because backstage, uh, Tony Schiavone was with Matt Hardy and Jack Evans. And we found out that there is officially going to be a hair versus hair match. It's going to be Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Not Matt Hardy. Uh, hair versus hair you know i don't know what to think about that because in my head i already had it like okay Mount hardy's gonna lose his hair and it's gonna redeem this whole thing because it's gonna mean something like this there's gonna be a change in hardy because of what happens but now it's jack evans's hair
2: maybe jack evans uh, just needs a haircut but he can't be bothered paying pain for it
1: yeah this is just a really elaborate way of him getting the haircut right I still, st- I still, I still, I still say this ends somehow with Matt Hardy getting his hair cut. Uh
2: I just want
0: this it, to end.
1: <laughs> it could be because in the end, you know, TH2 turn on Matt Hardy because they're like, "No, wait, 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 wait. We shouldn't have been in the situation in the first place." You know, this I want was TH2 all your too,
2: to actually, you know, just want them to be a tag team and do tag team things. That's what all I want. Dude, just That's tag team all things. I want. No-
1: not haircut things, just tactics. Why, why is
2: this? Why does this always happen to Orange Cassidy? He goes into like big profile matches, and then all of a sudden he's in a stupid hair thing.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, maybe this is, we never know. Maybe this is Orange Cassidy's idea in the first place. He's like, you know what? I want to do a hair thing. Maybe it yeah. is,
2: but it's still a bad idea.
1: <laughs> and they're like, why? And he's like, I don't know. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's Look,
2: do it. I don't know whose idea it is.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I don't like it.
1: Yeah.
2: Personally, I, her thing, not for me.
1: I just still hold out hope that the end is worth all of this. But we'll, we'll, uh, we're, we're not to the end yet, so I can't. Yeah, because finish. the Miro
2: Kip saving thing was, you know, worth it when that all <laughs> happened until we got Miro <clears throat> as a killer.
1: Yeah. And we're happy where we're at now. So, uh, With with Miro. Not necessarily with the hair thing. Mm. So far. Uh, but yeah. Speaking of Miro, the killer. Good segue. Yes. Uh, Sammy and Fuego. Around uh, the stage next. They look so uh, happy. They did. They <laughs> look happy. They were with their at their cue cards. They were out there to have a good time. And then who pops up behind them. Like a. I don't know, it was like a Friday the 13th movie. You yeah. know, Miro might as well have had a, a hockey mask on at this point uh, <laughs> because it was like, boom. You know, and you're like, turn around, turn around, turn around. Um, but they didn't turn around fast enough. It really would have mattered at that point. Miro just started destroying both of them. He ended up throwing Fuego off the stage through a table. I think it was a table. Either way, gravity took over and took uh, Fuego to the ground. Uh, and at that point, Miro uh, attacked uh, Sammy Moore and then locked in the uh, the game over on Sammy on the stage. Uh, so Miro sent a message to Sammy uh, and uh, sent another message to Fuego. He sent plenty of messages to Fuego. I he think Fuego may wide. have
2: got the message
1: by now. Uh, yeah, message received. Uh, by Fuego, but Sammy's just getting the taste of it. Uh, but we're gonna get we're gonna get Sammy uh, versus Miro for that TNT title on Dynamite. So I do love
2: the yes. fact that its kind of just went. He's gonna make a very half. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yeah, how about yes. uh, Ricky back there just rooting it on, man? Ricky know. was loving it. Front row seat. He was just like a kid in a candy store. He was that.
2: so happy, wasn't he? He was just like. Do
1: it again! Yeah. Do it again! Yeah. Uh, uh, and next we got Andrade uh, backstage. He was talking about Chavo and about how he had interfered in his match with um, with Pac, and that was unacceptable. Uh, and he talked about uh, iPad guy. Still can't remember his name. He
2: said his name, uh, and now I can't remember it.
1: Gosh, I know. I feel bad. You know, at first it was kind of funny, but now I'm like, okay, this is starting to be my fault okay, and your iPod, fault.
2: Can iPad guy like wear a badge?
1: <laughs> yes, wear a name badge, iPad guy. Um, so he he was warning iPad guy to not get not to get himself involved like uh like Chavo did uh, because Andrade doesn't like that. He wants to beat Pac clean next time. So we're apparently going to get. He wants to prove that. He didn't need any kind of help beating Pack, so we're going to get a rematch. I assume of Pack versus Andrade, and I'm all for that.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. All
1: right, next we had uh, Anna J versus Penelope Ford. Uh, this is a feud that's been going on between all four ladies: uh, Anna J, mm-hmm. Ty Conti, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny for a while, uh, and we're continuing this fe- feud, which I've I've enjoyed. Um, Yeah,
2: it's been great so far.
1: Yes, yes. Um, And in the end, um, Jay and Ford were trading shots in the middle of the ring. Uh, Jay locked in the Queenslayer, uh, but Ford uh, backed Jay into the corner uh, to break it up. Bunny got up on the apron. She threw in the brass knuckles to Penelope Ford, who knocked out Anna Jay and picked up the victory. So once again, those brass knuckles coming into play. Uh, After the match... uh, Penelope Ford and the Bunny continued their beat down on Anna J until Ty Conti hit the ring. Ford and the Bunny were getting the upper hand on Ty Conti as well. Then nailed her with the brass knuckles. And then the Hardy family office all came out in force and stood in front of the ring uh, because apparently they knew that Orange Cassie was about to come out. Uh, Orange Cassie and Chris Statlander made their way out onto the the stage and they, uh, the HFO had this like wall built, you know, to keep mm. keep them from getting involved. Uh, but then the Dark Order's music hit, and the Dark Order came out in force with Ars Cast and Chris Statlander. they all hit the ring and uh, handled business, uh, cleared the ring. Uh, and it looked like the uh, Dark Order was uh, all back together, working in tandem again until Uno, you know, walked away, apparently not able to mend fences. Uh, so Uno and Grayson kind of uh, leave ahead of everybody else. Uh, it makes you wonder if there is uh, – Unity within Dark Order again, or if uh, there's still some issues, and I think the answer is there's still some issues. It's
2: okay. Rochester's up.
1: Rochester is next. You're right.
2: Hangman returns. Negative one tells them all oh, of it's all gonna be fine.
1: We hope so. We hope so. <laughs> uh, I can't really, wait
2: them fighting. I really,
1: I really, really want Hangman back sooner than later. I'm really uh, starting to uh, to miss that anxious millennial cowboy. I know. So uh, we need him back. So what did you think about this this uh the match and all the uh the the craziness afterwards?
2: The match was brilliant. I really mm-hmm. I am, like you said, I'm enjoying um what's going on with um you know Anna Jay and Ty Conti with the bunny and Penelope Ford. I think it's um it's just showing what talent in the women's division has and the fact that it really does need to be, you know, out there more and um yeah, I I, I'm just, I I love the I love the match. Um, the Matt Hardy thing again. Like, does it have to be everywhere every single time? It's like, mm-hmm. dude, we've seen you three times tonight. Like, you know, it, it, go go it have did, a coffee or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, it did seem a little bit overkill with 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 the whole Hardy Orange Cassidy.
2: And also, it's thing. not like it's not even like. Been separated. It was kind of like one thing after another.
1: Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, it just kind of extended from one match to the next. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think we could have done with one less Mal Hardy, Orange Cassidy. Uh, yeah. That's it. Yep. I but agree. I also,
2: I do, I, I was like, when the dark order came, I was like, oh my God. Yay. And then it was like, oh no. <laughs> It's like it's like when your parents fight. It's so distressing. It's like, no, come on, be friends.
1: Yeah, <laughs> come on guys. Remember the happy
2: get... times? Remember, remember <laughs> remember the lawnmower times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> remember the lawnmower. Remember, remember the, the sleepover.
0: Lawnmower. Remember the Christmas sleepover?
1: <laughs> oh, happy times. And even more happy times in this main event. Oh my god.
2: Right, before we get to this, can I just say, when I say I was nervous, I'm not exaggerating. I legit was, was like really scared. I was just like, if this goes wrong, like, or just like, you know, something like you know gets really bad for like Eddie and marks, I don't know how, like, I'm gonna handle it. Um,
0: because yeah.
2: I was just like, oh no, I, I'm not. Like marks and like out matches normally don't bother me. But Mox and Light Out matches plus Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki really bother me.
1: Yeah, that's a, a lot of uh, a lot of ingredients, uh, yeah, people and weapons in this match to be yeah. worried about. Absolutely. Uh, so yes, the main event was Eddie Kingston and John Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer in a Light Out match, and uh, this thing was. Um, was just brutal from beginning to end. Uh, it was, it was fun, uh, nervous for Sarah, but absolutely uh, a joy, uh, to watch. Uh, if, if you like this sort of thing, um, and we had a surprise in this match a homicide, uh, from New York, uh, made a surprise appearance for AEW, uh, and he played a role in the ending, uh, as he ended up helping, um, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley and their victory. Uh, Moxley at one point was uh, duct tape, had his had his hands uh, duct taped together behind I'm his ducked. back. So homicide uh, gets involved, ends up uh, freeing uh, John Moxley. I think he, he cut him loose.
2: He brought a uh,
1: knife. So, yeah, so that was that was my thought too. As soon as I saw him getting a ring and flip out a knife like, jeez, whoa. I mean, I know your name is Homicide, but whoa! Like, come on, man. You know, taking the gimmick too far. So, they're
2: like, don't stop him.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm like, just if somebody comes in, their name's Shotgun. Like, I don't, you don't literally have to do the thing that's in your name. So, anyway, so, yeah, so he frees Moxley. Uh, and after after everything else, you know, a lot of things go down after that. But homicide ends up tossing in a trash can to um, to Eddie Kingston. He puts this this trash can on top of on uh, Lance Archer's head, then gets out a stick and beats <laughs> Lance Archer's head in through the trash can repeatedly. And even if the shots didn't fully connect the sound that had to be made inside the trash can, uh, for Lance Archer had to be enough damage in itself. Um, so, um, after that, Eddie Kingston, uh, pinned Lance Archer for the win. So it took a lot to keep that man down. Uh, but Eddie Kingston and John Moxley pick up the victory. Hopefully, uh, Lance Archer has his hearing back by now, uh, but that is the way this show uh this show ends. Uh, your boy is getting the victory in New York. Eddie Thank Kingston God. getting getting that moment. So Thank
0: God. I would I was so would, scared.
1: <laughs> so how much did you enjoy slash uh fear this 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 last match?
2: I feared this so much. I was just like lights out match with these four guys. A lot could happen and a lot could go wrong. And mm. Look, okay, there wasn't, like, loads of weapons and a load of spots where, you know, people got busted open. This wasn't Kenny Omega and Moxley Lights Out match back in, you know, a few years ago. It wasn't no, anything was. like that. And I'm glad it wasn't because they didn't need that. They generally looked like they wanted to kill each other without weapons anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was happy that there wasn't any, like, you know, Major, major extreme stuff. Not that you know, I don't like it, it's just it, this yeah. match didn't need yeah. it. Um, no.
1: Not every match but, does,
2: not every match does, but yeah. I was just like... when, um, when we came back from the break of Mox and he sat on side, I was like, okay, what happened between then and then? Like,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> how did you What? Well, Mox isn't going to be like the most easiest person to like pin down and like take his hands together? So I want to know how that happened. Um. I, do- oh, I was just like I was really going he's got a daughter, leave him alone he needs his hands and um, Eddie just looked possessed like when he was hitting Lance Archer with that um, Kendall stick on the trash can he looked like he'd been taken over by something he was feeling it, and Eddie yeah. I sympathise, I get that mad as well that I just want to hit something repeatedly <laughs> so I felt that but he looked so—I don't know—he just looked like he was just overcome with like rage, and it was just like once he started it, he was like, "I can't stop, I can't stop," <laughs> and just
0: like, going round and round, <laughs> oh. again,
2: hitting him. Um, yeah, the knife pulling out a bit from homicide did like made me like hold a- my breath for a little bit because I was just like, if if that you know for whatever reason, if someone accidentally bumps into him or you know, because it was a knife, <laughs> um. Then mm-hmm. I'm a bit bit worried, but he was fine. Everything was fine.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. but I just love how like you know the three of them looked amazing together. Can I just say? Um, mm-hmm. maybe you know trio title. Yeah, anybody?
0: anybody <laughs> that,
2: any, any? Um,
1: they're I'd coming eventually. That. I'd
2: love that. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mark still hasn't gone heel, so we're nope. still safe. Still the roster them. is
1: still safe. The is still safe.
2: Because <laughs> when that yeah. boy goes, he's gonna go. Um
1: Yep, it's gonna be trouble.
2: And then we've just found out recently that we've got another match for Andy Kingston Moxley. <laughs> Lance Arch, and Minoris is in key as well. In
1: New uh, Japan. No. Yeah, Oh, Yeah, we get uh, dear God. <laughs> it's coming up uh in October. Correct? Yeah. So, because yeah, we're gonna have we're it gonna...
2: once when you can have it twice.
1: <laughs> gonna have a rematch. uh So, look out, look out.
2: Oh, oh, like seriously, I love the way this match on aw ended. I love the fact that Homicide, Mox, and Kingston just ended up hugging because you know <laughs> violent wrestlers, but all of a sudden embrace for a hug um I loved it. Yeah. I was so good. And I'm so happy everybody was okay. Uh, apparently, Eddie Kingston did get injured. I don't know if it's from this match or just in general, because he was meant to show up at another... I think he was meant to show up yeah. at Defy. And Mox turned up instead. So if Eddie was injured from this, I hope he's okay. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm. you know, it's a great match. And round two at New Japan, apparently. I, I want this to go on forever. Just keep having Five. this, like, every few months.
1: Just fight until Moxley finally turns. Just keep Next, doing it. fight
2: forever. Until people start retiring.
1: Maybe that's it. All right. So awesome. Awesome. Uh, ending to the Grand Slam tonight event. Um, there in New York uh, for the first, the first appearance for AEW in New York, I think was a success. 100%. Um, it was there, sold out uh, and it was massive. Yeah, and it sounded
2: re- so good as well.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, those fans are great. Over 20,000 20, fans yeah. there. Uh, that's a pretty nice showing for a company that's uh, not even two years old yet. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, pretty nice. The sky's the limit, literally. Yeah. Um, this is your Dynamite lineup this week in Rochester, <laughs> New York. Um, we have the uh, TNT Championship match, Miro versus Sammy Guevara. Oh,
0: my God, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Um Jungle Boy versus Adam Cole. No. Yes, it says it right here. Oh. Cody Rhodes, uh, after losing to Malachi Black is moving on. Uh, he is gonna be teaming with Lee Johnson to face Dante Martin and Matt Sydal. Um um it's uh Penelope Ford and the Bunny taking on Ty Conti and Anna J and a tag match that's been built for a while you know we've mm-hmm. seen uh different singles matchups between these ladies but it feels like it's coming to a uh uh head here with this uh this tag matchup mm-hmm. so that should be a great one but yeah so an awesome lineup already uh uh matches uh, that look amazing and matches that have uh, feuds built up uh yeah. already for those matches too um the only one that just kind of comes out of nowhere is the cody Rhodes and uh Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Dante That's Martin. That's going to be
2: fueling Cody's heel turn, though.
1: Possibly. I mean, he's, they're teaming like if Lee against Johnson, two, like, two does faces.
2: Something to lose,
1: mm-hmm. you know, if he
2: gets pinned, then Cody's got. You know, I mm-hmm. think that or like Malachi Black comes out. Oh my god, he's Malachi Black.
1: Um, yeah. No. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Malachi moves on from the uh, from the uh, Nightmare family also. From this, I'd like to I like. I think him he will do at things. some
2: point, but I think he's gonna like he's gonna want to watch Cody turn heel because then it'll like success.
1: Maybe, maybe it'll be interesting to keep an eye on for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, an awesome dynamite to look forward to. Um, so a lot to a lot to a lot on the horizon for us uh, coming off of this this big big week that we just had with with AEW in New yes. York. So all right, so. We hope you enjoyed our review. Also, uh, don't forget to check out all of our other content: our Dynamite Rampage reviews, interviews, uh, topic discussions, Q and As, and reviews and previews of pay per views. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at Beauty X The Beard. You can follow me at Let The Beard Play, and you can follow Sarah at Strange Underscore Pixie. You
2: yes, can.
1: And don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast at. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one.
0: Bye-bye.
2: I sympathize. I get that mad as well. The eyes want to hit something
0: repeatedly. <laughs> Thank
2: God I'm in
0: the U.S.